Welcome to the Weiss Wednesday podcast, a production of the Michigan Chapter of Women in Emergency Services, the heartbeat of the EMS industry through the inspiring stories of women. Join our host, Andrea Abbas, as she explores the unique experiences, challenges, and triumphs of female EMS professionals. Let's dive into the untold stories that shape the future of emergency medical services in Michigan. Welcome to episode three of the Michigan Women in EMS podcast. Today, we're going to be talking to you about igniting your passion and happiness in EMS. Women in Emergency Services supports and advances women's careers in the EMS industry, from field providers to national leadership through our four pillars, empowerment, networking, mentorship, and education. Today, we'll be discussing how to ignite your passion and happiness in EMS. Now, let's get into it. Today, joining me on this podcast is WE's chapter leader, Lori Thiel. Lori is the CEO of Mobile Medical Response. So what does happiness look like in the field of EMS? Do those with a passion for the work have a higher level of happiness and job satisfaction? What are the factors that ignite the passion that lives in each of us? Today, I'm excited to have this conversation with you, Lori. I feel like I am one of the lucky few that have had the privilege to choose a career doing the work I love. Passion has never been an issue for me, but happiness on the job is multifaceted. To a certain extent, we have the power to create our lives on and off the job, but working in a toxic work environment can be challenging regardless of your drive or passion for the work. So to open the conversation, Lori, thanks for joining me today. Hi there. How's everybody doing today? Thanks. This is a great topic. Actually, I'm glad you picked this. Well, thank you. Yeah. And thanks for agreeing to sit down and chat with me today. I think this conversation is going to be really interesting. I am curious, though, you've had a really long career in EMS and seen lots of successes, and I'm sure have traversed lots of challenges. What are the factors that ignite your passion and happiness in EMS? So before I answer that, I just want to point out for the listeners today, we all are going to have obviously different answers to this question. What really inspires us? What keeps our passion going? And you have to know for yourself what that is. And for me, when I am in a leadership role, which I've been the majority of my EMS career, it's breaking down barriers. I get ignited. I get passionate about making sure that we're trying to make the best culture for EMS professionals, providers. For me personally, I love talking to our patients. I sort of get fueled up again when I can talk to a patient about the service that they received and just listen to them as a person. I love that. I love talking to patients. What else? New things, new inventions, innovation, thinking about creative ideas that can come into the EMS workplace. All of that fires me up and does sort of reignite my passion. I mean, we all go through really dark days in the workplace for sure, as you know, and we have to be able to pull ourselves out of that so we don't get stuck. Yeah. And I think those dark days too, you know, I was just talking to a colleague recently and they were going through some dark days and it it comes back to this question of, you know, igniting your passion and happiness. I think sometimes, and you and I have talked about this in the past because we've known each other for quite some time, but I think sometimes when we get into these dark days and it doesn't change, 
and it starts to stifle our passion or our happiness, we need to recognize that we might have gotten off our path, right? Yeah. We might have gotten off. And how do we get back on that path? And I think that translates to your passion and your happiness, because when you're on your path, and this is great advice you've given me, when you're on your path, you are going to be happy and things are going to flow. They won't be perfect, but they will. Right. Right. If we are striving for absolute, what do I want to say? Absolute comfort and happiness and joy every day that we walk into our workplace, whatever that is, an ambulance, an office, an EMS. I think that's a fallacy. And who are we kidding? That's not real life. But we always have to go back to what is it that we really want to be doing today? What do we want to be doing in a couple of years, five years? And if we have that roadmap, we should be able to say, okay, is what I'm doing today igniting my passion? Is what I'm doing today making me feel like I'm taking steps towards where I want to be? I think those are some of the key questions we always have to be asking ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And who better to know this than us? Life is short, right? We want to yep. do good work. We want to enjoy our lives and we want to enjoy the people around us. So that ties easily into kind of the next question I was thinking about, which is, you know, how have you handled periods of unhappiness or burnout during your career? You know, because we've all had those ebbs and flows, or I like to kind of refer to it as riding the waves of life, right? Yeah. So how have you dealt with those periods? So there was one EMS job that clearly after 12 years, I hit my peak of burnout. And I remember the feelings. I remember it in my neck. I know that sounds weird, Mm. but there was this thing going down the back of my neck constantly. And I said, I'm fried. I am fried. I got to do something else. And I did. I got out and I went into a whole different line of healthcare. And that was good for me. It was a good experience. It taught me a whole bunch of new things. And then when I went back into EMS again, it was interesting how those experiences came with me. But to answer your question, sometimes we reach a peak where our body and our mind and our soul will tell us it's time to do something else. And that's okay. Yeah. And, you know, okay, so getting to some of the the past and some of the conversations we've had, because you're reminding me of a few things, there are also signs, right? So like, I can remember a few times when I was going through the ebb and not the flow, where there would be signs, like, you know, something would, a person would come into my life, and there would be something that would signal like, oh boy, this reminded me that this is my passion. And then I would start thinking about it, take action and pursue that. So along the way, if we're in a period of unhappiness or burnout, we need to somehow get ourselves out of our own heads when we're in that period and start paying attention to the signs. It could be a friend being like, hey, you're really good at this. Have you ever thought about doing this? It could be a colleague that's like, hey, I have an opening in this position. It could be all of these little things. Or like, I know for you, sometimes you have dreams or you'll wake up yeah. from a dream and yeah. you'll have, you know, kind of a clear picture of where you are in the future or, you know, so I think for all of us, it's a little bit different, but during those periods of burnout and unhappiness, being able to pay attention to what's going on around us and understand that the universe or if you're a believer, God 
is pushing us in another direction. And we're going to be made to feel more and more and more uncomfortable because you're supposed to move. Right. Time to go. I love it that you brought that up. Yes. Everybody knows I'm a lover of Jesus. Yes, that is absolutely correct. When it is time to shift on your path, you've got another purpose to fulfill. You will get those like, I'm feeling burned out. You're right. You're getting a little bit of, we'll call it universe encouragement, time to move on to something else. But let's assume that we're all staying centered in the organizations that we're in right now, and we're just not feeling happy. I mean, there's a lot of things that we can do. I mean, most of what I'm about to say, everybody knows common sense stuff that we've heard a million times, you know, get out of the office, use some PTO, you know, get your head somewhere where, you know, out in nature, whatever, sometimes just that little bit of break. You know, when I'm starting to feel a little bit filled up at work, maybe not in a real loving way, Sometimes I just go, okay, look at the clock. Okay, okay, I'm going to go and I'll pick up later on at night just to get out and refresh myself. And sometimes it's that little bit of igniting, of leaving the office, getting some fresh air, maybe stopping at the store. And all of a sudden, I'm starting to feel a little bit better. So you just got to figure out what that is for you. Yeah, and I love that. And the use the PTO, use your darn PTO. One of the things that I is coming up for me when you said that, though, is, you know, I went from working the road, I've been in leadership roles, and now I'm in a role where it's more of like a, I view it as a full-time consulting role. So when I leave my role and go on PTO, I'm sure you can understand this as well. My first thought is, well, if I leave for 10 days and go on vacation, all those emails are going to pile up. Or even if I take two days, sometimes I'm thinking, oh, everything's going to pile up and I'm going to come back and then it's going to be this big thing. And I start having these negative thoughts. But the truth is, I couldn't agree more. We have to take breaks because we have a life to live and there's so much more and we're so much better in our leadership roles. We're so much better in our patient care roles when we can step away and take a breath and take a break and just, just smell the roses, right? So use that PTO, take your breaks. If you have a lunch or, you know, when we used to go to post as a soup, because we were in the trucks as a soup, I would like bring my jump rope or I would bring a mat and I would leave the truck. And obviously this is in the warmer months, but I would get out of the truck and do a little mini workout or do some stretching. And it made me feel so much better. Even if I was tired that would help me along. So it's finding those little things, even if it's the smallest break versus a big vacation, I think it can make a big difference. And I want to add one more thing. There are moments in the work that we do every day in EMS, whatever that role is, where there are good things that are happening. And I don't think we spend enough time embracing those moments. I had a EMT write something up in our newsletter one week. I didn't even know it was coming until I cracked it open. But I saved that because that feedback for me is what keeps me going, is what keeps me inspired, is what keeps my quote-unquote EMS happiness. So I encourage everybody to just, you know, if you don't journal, some people have never put pen to paper quietly and just let their thoughts pour out. But that's a moment to really think about what are some of those good moments at work that are really keeping me passionate and keeping me feeling good about what I'm doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So, well, and this is a perfect segue into the factors that contribute to happiness. So for you, what are the factors that contribute to your overall happiness? How do you stay happy? Okay, so I'm older. (laughs) I'm at the end of my EMS career. So I've got a lot of wisdom behind me. So to answer that question, I wake up every day grateful that I can get out of bed, that I can walk on my two feet, that I'm healthy, and that I have a job that I do love. And I have a job where I can help others. So gratitude. How do I stay happy? I use a method of gratitude constantly throughout my day. Even when my car starts, God, thank you that my car starts today. And this is no BS. This is truly what keeps me in a more positive space. Boy, I love that answer. If I had to answer that question, uh, it's going to be much more, I think, maybe technical. So for me, you know, getting to the gym makes me happy. Calling a friend, being able to do dinner makes me happy. And I like that you brought up gratitude. It's funny because those of us that have went through hardship and had to reuse coffee filters and eat ramen noodles at some point during their career, whether it be when they're starting out or or whatnot, I went to the grocery store the other day and I was just picking up the things that I needed mindlessly. And I thought, wow, isn't it a privilege to be able to walk into a grocery store? Wow, that's a good one. For my groceries, right? How amazing is that? So gratitude on every turn and understanding like how far you've come, but also for me, it's self-care. I think I'm in a phase in my career where I feel like I'm at my peak and I'm very busy. And so being able to close the computer and say, nope, I've got to, you know, head to the gym. I made a promise I was going to do that. Or nope, I'm having dinner with this friend tonight. I'm going to dinner. You know, I don't mind the deadlines. I need to do my self-care and take care of myself. Yeah, so that's a big contributor. And then, you know, those that know me, I can't help but bring up working with really nutritious, supportive people in the work environment. Magical. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, great people, I think, is a huge contributor of happiness. So anything else I missed in this arena, Lori? No, I think it's a great topic. And I just encourage everybody who's listened to this today to, it's a lot of self-reflection. The only way to get out of our humps and to keep us happy and ignited is to really know what it is that does that for us and then seek to find that as often as we can. So yeah, that's how I would conclude. Well, thank you. Yeah, this was a great chatting and thank you for joining us for this episode. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, you're <laughs> that can be our blooper. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Women in EMS Michigan Chapter Podcast. To join WEES as a member, you can find us at womeninemergencyservices.org. WEES membership offers mentorship, networking opportunities, career development resources, an exclusive online community, educational opportunities, and member events. Student and organizational discount packages are available. To learn more about Michigan Women in in the EMS chapter, you can reach out to our guest, Lori Thiel, at lthiel, so L-T-H-I-E-L, at mobilemedical.org. To catch the next episode, you can subscribe to the Michigan Women in EMS chapter podcast at mazmonthly.buzzsprout.com. And that's M, A is an apple, A is an apple, S is a Sam, monthly buzzsprout.com. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. 
Our next episode, I will sit down to talk to Gina Caston, our WEEZ Empowerment Chair and Operations Manager for Sunco Ambulance Service up in the Upper Peninsula. We're going to be talking about Rural EMS Agency Leader. So until next time, we'll see you soon.